1: Hey girls, welcome back to my podcast. This is going to be a really wonderful episode. It is called why our society hates, craves, and conditions us into the maiden. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to define maiden. So we're just going to get into that in a second. And I also wanted to say that I I'm dropping this podcast on Sunday because I've had a lot of work this week, and usually you guys know I drop my podcast on Saturday at 12 Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m., and actually lately I've been doing it at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I might continue doing that in the future, just doing 8 a.m. on Saturday because I noticed that when I dropped at 8 a.m. one time, people were posting my podcast a lot more on Instagram and whatnot. And I was like, you know, it's probably because people get up and they go to the gym or they go on a walk and they want to be able to listen to my podcast, but it only drops at 12. And then it's kind of like the middle of the day. And, you know, for me on Saturdays and Sundays, they're like my sacred reset times. And I like to get up in the morning and go to yoga and do this and that. So I can totally relate to that. So I think I'm going to start doing them at dropping them at 8 a.m. on Saturdays. But before we start this episode, I want to just say to go watch my recent YouTube video, my December video diary. It is so freaking cute. It is my time in Portugal traveling. I was visiting Lisbon. I was visiting the beach region, the south. And yeah, you guys have to watch my YouTube video. So it's going to be the first link in my bio. And anything I talk about in this episode today as well will be linked in, not my bio, in my description, in my little description box here. And yes, so go watch my YouTube video before you even listen to this episode. Go watch it and then come back and then start this episode again. (laughs) And if you've already seen it, then just continue listening. So let's just get into it. Let's start out with defining what the maiden is. So there are seven archetypes of the feminine, of the divine feminine, and one of the archetypes of the divine feminine is called the maiden. Now, most women will shift which archetype is dominant for them throughout their life. Um, They will go into different phases of archetypes. However, they usually have one or two that stay steady throughout their lifetime. So when I was younger, I still, I had a dominant archetype of the huntress. I was naturally in the huntress and in the queen. Those are my two dominant archetypes, the huntress and the queen. And I also had a kind of phase archetype where I was very deeply in the maiden when I was ages 11 to 18, which is very normal. That's when it's most natural to be in the maiden because it's this very innocent childlike, you know, archetype, right? And we'll define it in a second. Now, as I get older, I find myself going into the phase of the mystic, right? And that is the phase that I'm in right now. That's the archetype I'm really resonating with at this phase in my life. When I'm older, let's say I have a farm sanctuary, which is a goal of mine, or let's say that I'm a mother to children Either one of those situations would put me into the mother archetype, right? So the mother archetype is when you're in this very nurturing energy. So if I'm taking care of a bunch of animals, giving them sanctuary and, you know, having a farm sanctuary, then I would be in the mother archetype and that would be very dominant for me at that time in my life. Or if I had children, I would also be in the mother archetype. And when your children maybe grow up and leave college and start their own lives, maybe you exit the mother archetype and you go into a different archetype. So the point here is, is that you usually have dominant archetypes. So even if I'm in the mystic or I'm in the mother, my dominant, my soul archetype, like the archetype of my heart, of my soul I am the queen and I am the huntress, right? But based on the phase of my life, I can also have a dark dominant archetype, not dark archetype, a dominant archetype based on the phase of my life. So right now, my dominant archetypes, as always, are the queen and the huntress. And then based on the phase of my life that I'm in right now, my dominant archetype is the mystic, right? So that's where I'm in right now. When I was younger, my dominant was the queen and the huntress and then also the maiden. And, you know, when I'm older, it might shift. So so that's kind of how these archetype works. You have these archetypes work. Why do I keep like messing up all my words? But this is how these archetypes work. And You know, I actually, I think I keep messing up all my words because it's really early in the morning because I wanted to get this podcast out for you guys today. So I feel like I'm still like waking up and it's still the morning. So please forgive me. But I want to get out this information. I feel this podcast and this information and this opinion and this perspective just kind of flowing out of me it's been really coming to me in the last few days so i really wanted to get this out today sunday so i woke up early so i could get it out for you guys so also if my voice is raspy ignore that please (laughs) so let's talk about the maiden so the maiden we're gonna read from a thread on twitter i'm gonna link it in the description right below And we're going to read this definition of the maiden. And it's just a really easy, simple definition. And she defined all seven of the feminine archetypes. And if you're interested in the feminine archetypes and seeing which one resonates with you, I would really recommend checking out this Twitter thread. And, you know, I'll have it in the description. Check it out. See which one is dominant for you in all phases of your life. And then see which one maybe is just dominant for you in this phase in your life, you know? So... It's nice to know what archetype of the feminine that you are. And that's why as well, there's so many um, different ways to express your femininity. It doesn't just look like the maiden. So let's talk about it. Let's just let's talk about it. So the maiden, let's let's define the maiden is youthful, optimistic and excited about life. She possesses a childlike curiosity and tends to live in her own fantasy world. She is yet to be jaded by life's hardships. Now, we're going to talk about this. Sh- Actually, we're going to talk about the shadow in a second. I'm going to just repeat that. So, this is the definition of the maiden. The maiden is youthful, optimistic, and excited about life. She possesses a childlike curiosity and tends to live in her own fantasy world. She is yet to be jaded by life's hardships. Okay. Now, all of the feminine archetypes have a shadow or a wounded side. Your shadow and your wounded side is not the same as the dark feminine side. The dark feminine is very empowered, very embodied. The shadow aspect is the wounded aspect of you, the part that is not embodied, the part that is not in her power, whatnot, the part that's coming from wounds, right? So the wounded or shadow aspect of the maiden archetype which all of the archetypes have a shadow side for example the queen is very prone to jealousy amongst other women kind of uh, issues with other women because she's an alpha female right so the queen has a lot of shadow archetypes that if you would like to be an embodied representation of that archetype you have to be able to move through this to overcome them or else you'll never be an actual embodied feminine expression you're just going to be a wounded feminine expression. So whatever your dominant archetype is, it comes with some shadows. Maybe you've already naturally worked through them, maybe you haven't, and you have to work through them if you would actually like to be an embodied expression of that archetype, a true feminine expression. If not, if you're still in these shadow aspects, you will be in the shadow aspect which is not actually feminine, it's just a wounded expression of, you know, that archetype. So the shadow aspect of the maiden is that she lacks direction and is people pleasing. And I would also say that she is constantly outsourcing for her truth. Right. So she's not she doesn't trust herself. She is constantly looking to others to tell her what she should do or you know um, what her next move should be so she lacks a lot of self-trust okay so that's a shadow of the maiden it's not the actual embodied expression of the maiden it's the shadow of the maiden so the shadow of the maiden is not the actual embodied expression it's that wounded side of her that she will need to work through, overcome, and integrate if she would like to actually be in the embodied expression, okay? So let's just say the shadows again is that I I inserted that she lacks self-trust, she lacks direction, and she's people-pleasing, right? Okay, so the maiden is a very dominant expression Of womanhood, of femininity while living in the patriarchy. And this is by design, okay? This is not by accident. This is not because it is just natural. This is by design. We have been conditioned into the shadow aspect of the maiden. We have been conditioned into the shadow aspect of the maiden on purpose. So let's talk about it. So we're gonna dissect this in three ways. We're gonna talk about why women hate the maiden. We're going to talk about why men hate the maiden. And we're going to also talk about why both women and men crave and want to be in the maiden. Okay. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of confusion and all of these are happening simultaneously in our society. So let's first talk about why women hate the maiden. Women hate the maiden expression, when women are faced with the maiden expression in both themselves and in others, they get angry and they try to shut it off, right? In our society, we are living in a society where we are not in the masses. We are not safe and protected. We are living in a patriarchal society in every country in the world. We are living in a patriarchal society and women are not actually Safe, right? Whether you have your your rights secured, your basic rights secured or not, you are not safe in the deepest core of your being. Now, what I teach women is that even though society in general does not create a safe space for women, right? We are still living in the patriarchy you can create safety in your life individual with both the people that you let in your life, the men you date and with yourself. So just because society does not create it for you does not mean that you cannot have it and you cannot attain it. And I am living proof of that. Okay. So just because the society that we are in is patriarchal and unsafe does not mean that your life has to be patriarchal and unsafe. But Regardless, we do currently live in the patriarchy. And as a result of that, our maiden expression is not safe. Okay, so let's discuss that. So for the maiden to actually be safe, she has to be protected. She has to be around people that have integrity. She has to be in safe spaces because the maiden is innocent. The maiden is childlike. The maiden is that part of every woman. And by the way, every woman has every archetype within her. Some are just more dominant than others. But there's an aspect of every woman That is innocent, that is playful, that is childlike, that is sweet, that is trusting, that is looking to others to, you know, support her or to validate her. There's an aspect of every woman that is the maiden. And when you add that and you interlink the way that the maiden is individually with the way that the maiden acts with men, it becomes a little bit difficult within the patriarchy, right? So the maiden with men. Is going to be very optimistic. She's going to be very, you know, looking at this man with doe eyes, like looking at this man as if he's the most wonderful man in the world. Looking at this man, she's very trusting. She's very kind. She's very, you know, she she does she expects him to treat her wonderfully. She expects the best. She doesn't expect the worst. She is trusting. She is, you know, um, sexually. There's the maiden archetype as well, and sexually. The maiden is very submissive. She's very, uh, you know, pleasing. She's very wants to, you know, make her partner feel loved and pleased. And she wants to be a vessel of that. Right. And so when you intersect the maiden individually with interacting with men, because we live in a patriarchy, this leads to catastrophe in general. This does not lead to catastrophe if you have used your queen energy and you have used your huntress energy and you have used your, you know, um, your intuition to, And you have actually integrated yourself as a feminine being and as a whole being and as a, you know, a masculine and feminine being. If you have integrated yourself, done the inner work and you have vetted a man correctly, then you can allow your maiden to come out and it can actually be safe. And it can actually be very fulfilling because that part of you that doesn't feel safe in the rest of society can come out and be safe. But. When we have not done that and we are solely coming from the maiden and we have not done the inner work and we have not integrated into other archetypes and we have not fully come into our power, right? When we are solely coming from the maiden and we are in the patriarchy, what happens is that we are going to constantly be used. We are going to constantly be treated like shit. We are going to constantly be, you know, in these low quality situations we're going to be taken advantage of. And other women, this is very triggering, to women, right? And we see this all the time. When women see other women being too trusting, too kind, too giving the benefit of the doubt or whatever to other men, they become very angry. They become very triggered. They become bothered at that woman. They become angry at her. And why is this? It's because she represents the part of themselves that wishes that they could be in that archetype and be safe, right? And so when they see another woman most of the time acting in that archetype and not being safe, it's very triggering because the woman is in that archetype. She's getting treated like shit. And it's a reminder that we can't be in that archetype and not be treated like shit. And also women in the patriarchy have shut themselves down completely in every way, right? We've shut ourselves down We've become emotionally unavailable. We've numbed ourselves out to sex because that has been a coping mechanism to existing and living within the patriarchy, right? And so let's say we even see a woman who's in her power and she has integrated all that she needs to integrate and she's done the inner work and she is able to flow into the aspect of the archetype of the maiden. That's also triggering for women because there's this anger around vulnerability There's this anger around innocence. There's this anger around perceived weakness because our perceived weakness as women, when we are loving and, and, you know, surrendering and sweet and kind to men, we have had generations and generations and thousands of years of pain. And so women are now angry when they see other women not closing themselves off. Right. And it makes sense when when women see other women that are still in that maiden archetype, there's something that gets triggered within them because they are angry. They're like, you need to shut yourself off. We live in the patriarchy. You are weak. You are dumb. You are, you know, you are this and you are that. And it triggers them a lot. While at the same time, women crave to be in that aspect of themselves because every woman has the maiden within her. Every woman in some aspect has a part of her that wants to be, you know, surrendered and safe sexually and intimately and in a relationship, right? Like every woman has an aspect of herself that wants to be in the arms of a safe partner. Whether that's a a man, whether that's a woman, whatever it is, they want to be genuinely safe and they want to be able to be in their maiden archetype in the face of safety, right? And when women see other women who are doing that, whether they're being treated well or not, it angers them and it makes sense, right? So we see women right now in our society hating really aggressively hating the maiden like we see women especially with women who have actually done the work I see it even with myself when I say you know oh this is how I interact or this is what I'm doing or you know feeling safe or whatever there's this anger there's this hatred like why do you get that why are you so or why are you so um naive, right? There's this anger around naivete or this anger around being innocent because women have consistently for thousands of years been taught that our innocence is bad, is you know, unsafe is really is that it's unsafe. Right. And so women have been taught that our innocence is unsafe. And as a result of that, women are angered when they see other women going into that because it reminds them not only that they're unsafe, but also that they want to be safe and they want to be in that archetype, but they can't. Now, on the other hand, you also have men hating the maiden archetype, which is interesting because, you would think that in the patriarchy men are conditioning women into the maiden, right? So the maiden is the aspect of the feminine that is most easily controlled. She's the wounded aspect of her is that she's people-pleasing, she's self-sacrificing, she's always giving the benefit of the doubt, she's always, you know, going to give her trust again. She's never going to use her discernment. She's never going to You really have a sense of self-trust. And so as a result of that, she's going to outsource her intuition and she's going to, you know, take just the word of these patriarchal men around her. And she's very easily controlled if she's not an integrated version of the maiden, if she's just solely in the maiden and solely in the wounded aspect of the maiden and she's not a mature feminine woman, she is going to be very easily controlled, very easily lied to, very easily manipulated, right? And so you would think that in our society, not only do men condition us into this, but they also desire it and that they would only desire it, right? And that's true. They do desire it. They do want it. But another aspect of that is that they actually hate it. They hate it. They hate the maiden archetype. And you see this so much when men tell women they they'll abuse women, but then they'll tell women, oh, well, you should have chosen better. Oh, well, you did this. Oh, well, you did that. You should have done this. You should have done that. See, this is why that happened to you, because you didn't protect yourself enough. You didn't trust yourself enough. You didn't this and that enough. Right. And this is because The maiden reflects back to patriarchal, abusive men. It reflects back to them all of the harm that they have done wrong in the world, and they hate it. One aspect of the maiden is that she allows or tolerates or, you know, desires to be in situations with men where there are patriarchal men and she's trusting them. So she desires to be in situations where she's blindly or naively trusting, right? That's kind of the wounded aspect of the maiden. So she's blindly and naively trusting these men. And so men want to exploit that, right? Like they, the patriarchal aspect of them, the patriarchal men, they want to exploit that. Well, on the other hand, when they actually end up exploiting her, when they actually end up hurting her, when they actually end up abusing her, and she says... I'm hurt. I'm abused. Like that just happened. Like I'm sad. I'm hurt. I'm whatever. It makes them angry because they then have to be faced with her innocence and their own aggression and their own, uh, you know, monster, their own horribleness. You know, what do I even call that? Their own terribleness. It reflects that back to them. And so as a result, they hate the maiden as well. And we see this all the time. They want to exploit the maiden. They want to exploit her, right? These patriarchal individuals want to exploit her. These abusive individu- individuals want to exploit her. But when they do, they are angry at her that she let them, that she uh, trusted them, that she, you know, uh, gave them the benefit of the doubt. They're angry at this because it reflects back to them their own horribleness. It reflects back to them how shitty that they actually are. And so They crave the maiden to exploit her, but when they do exploit her, they are angry because they realize how terrible that they are. And because they do not want to actually, actually, this is the key. They don't realize how terrible they are. They are reflected back to them without how terrible they are, but they do not actually want to sit with that. So as a result, they just hate the maiden. This is a very, very, big dynamic that is happening in our society at the moment, the exploitation, the desire for the craving of the maiden so that she can be exploited, so that she can be used, whatever. And then at the same time, the hatred of her, right? And this is unfortunate because women are are conditioned into the maiden, right? So in the patriarchy, women are literally conditioned to be in the maiden, From birth, we are conditioned to be in the maiden. We are conditioned to be in the wounded shadow aspect of the maiden. And not only the shadow aspect, we are conditioned to only be in the archetype of the maiden. We have been told that all other archetypes of the feminine are demon.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: They're demonized, that they're evil, that they are wrong, that they are bad. So the huntress, the queen, um, any aspect of the feminine which is the majority. The other six of the feminine are mature, are more, you know, and you can mature the maiden, but she's definitely the most innocent and childlike. Um, But all the other aspects of the feminine are more mature. They are more grounded. They are more um, discerning, right? And so not only are we conditioned into the maiden, we are conditioned to only be in the maiden. And as a result of this, We have women who are very uncomfortable with their power. They are very uncomfortable with trusting themselves. They are very uncomfortable with self-sourcing their validation, right? They are very uncomfortable with not receiving male attention or male connection for a period of time. We have women in our society very uncomfortable standing on their own two feet, which is deeply unfeminine, right? This is the wounded aspect of the maiden and that's not actually feminine, right? And all the other feminine archetypes and actually the mature expression of the maiden archetype, They can stand on their own two feet. That is quite literally what being feminine is. It's self-sourcing your power, self-sourcing your intuition, knowing your worth, self-validating. All of these things are feminine. But because we've been conditioned into the shadow aspect of the maiden, we have become and we have been conditioned to feel very uncomfortable with every other aspect, every actual aspect of the feminine. And we've been lied to that the feminine is what exactly this is, the maiden. And this is another reason why women hate the maiden is because men in the patriarchy have told us that the wounded shadow aspect of the maiden is what femininity is. And it's not. It's not even femininity. The shadow aspect of the maiden is the opposite of femininity. The shadow aspect is what you have to overcome to actually be feminine, right? So if I'm in a queen archetype, and I'm constantly having a sisterhood wound and constantly fighting with other women and constant that is, it takes me out of my feminine. I cannot actually be feminine until I actually overcome this shadow aspect and I can be in my feminine finally. Women have been told that this shadow aspect of the maiden is the only accept- acceptable expression of the feminine and actually that it is the only ex- ex- uh, expression of the feminine. When in reality, it is not feminine at all. The shadow aspect of the maiden is not feminine, right? It's what you would have to overcome to be feminine, right? And so as a result, when women see the maiden, they are angry because they have been told that that expression of the feminine is the only one that is feminine and they don't want to be in it anymore. Women want to be in the... Uh, in different aspects of the feminine, in real aspects of the feminine, they don't want to be in the shadow aspect of the maiden anymore. And so even when they see the healthy maiden, it's too triggering. It's too much for a lot of women because they're angry. They're like, that's not the feminine. Or they see that and they're like, I don't, I hate femininity, right? Like femininity sucks because you're telling me that that's what femininity is, but it's not. And so as a result, we have all these women simultaneously hating the maiden while also having the maiden inside of them while also being conditioned into the wounded aspect of the maiden all three are happening at once right the the real maiden just like every other archetype is within you and you in some ways want to express it while at the same time you hate the maiden because you have been in the patriarchy and you haven't been safe to express the maiden and you've been told that this shadow aspect of the maiden is the only healthy expression of the feminine And you have been conditioned into it. So you're still actually going to act from the maiden no matter how much you hate it. If you haven't done the inner work to integrate all of this ridiculous stuff, all of this, all of these, you know, scores of things that we have to integrate now living in the patriarchy. Um, I mean like healing work and it's not ridiculous, but it's just a lot, right? Uh, If we haven't done all of that, we're still going to be acting from the maiden no matter how much you hate her. And this is why we see so many emotionally unavailable women ending up with men that abuse them or ending up with men that, you know, um, you know, in their real life, they are very strong and they're very powerful and they're very, uh, you know, speaking their truth and whatnot, but in their relationships, they end up with abusive men. They end up in this toxic situations because because they have not integrated this aspect of them, because they have not integrated fully into their truth and into their power, because they've only kind of come in from these wounded expressions, they're still going to be acting from the maiden because it's conditioned into them. You have to condition yourself out of it, which requires understanding it, which requires, you know, a ton, a host of, of inner work, right? And so as a result, women are acting from the maiden. One woman is going to be acting from the maiden, hating the maiden, and also wanting the true maiden to come out. And it's very confusing. It's very confusing for women. And and I, I really dislike when, you know, femininity coaches or any sort of, you know, possible or seeming authority in these types of healing groups Get bothered by women who are angry at the maiden or get bothered by women who are upset because if you understood it at all, if you were a justified, if you are a worthy authority at all, if you are a worthy teacher at all, you would completely understand why women are in this position. It has been very difficult and we have been, you know, shoved down our throats with all of this bullshit that we don't know how to move with, right? And so as a result, we hate the maiden. We're conditioned into her. We're acting out, we're doing this and that and it's just what it's just what we do, right? And it's it's just how women are naturally going to act until they radically do this healing work, which is what I teach, the the healing work. But until we radically do that, which is quite, you know, going to take some time to come into that space. Until we do that, this is the natural way to act. You're going to hate the maiden. You're going to want to be in her. And you're also going to act from the wounded aspect. That's just what's going to happen, right? And so this is what our society has conditioned us into. They've conditioned us into the wounded aspect of the maiden. They have conditioned us. And we can see this, right? I'm sure every woman listening, and if not, you can relate to seeing other women go through this. Every woman listening has probably seen or been the girl that, you know, um, begged a guy to change or, you know, gave a guy who totally had no intention of loving her or whatever or treating her well, whatever, the benefit of the doubt. Or she, you know, um, was people pleasing and sexually abandoning herself. Like this is just what we have been conditioned into. Why? Because in the patriarchy, we have a ton of wounded men. That is literally what the patriarchy is. Wounded, weak men create a system such as the patriarchy. Empowered, healthy men create equality and they create the actual balance between the masculine and the feminine. It's only wounded and weak men that create, um, that want to create something like the patriarchy because they feel so insecure and invalidated in their own sense of self that they want to put down, control, and dominate women. right? Healthy men, healthy masculine men are not going to be doing that. They want a healthy balance. And so when you have the patriarchy, when you have masses of wounded men for thousands of years, what's going to happen is that They are going to want women who self-sacrifice, who are people-pleasing, who do not know their worth, who are always giving them the benefit of the doubt. All this stuff that the shadow aspect of the maiden has, that's what they want. That's what they thrive on. They want women who self-abandon, who people-please, who don't trust themselves, who, you know, are always forgiving this, this guy who treats them like shit. Like, that's what society if you were in a patriarchal society that's what the patriarch what the the patriarchal people want right and so as a result we have been conditioned for thousands of years we were not always you know like this before the patriarchy we were not but we have been conditioned for thousands of years in the patriarchy to be in the wounded aspect of the maiden and so it's very normal that women are going to be in the wounded aspect of the maiden and I hate that our society Judges women who are in the wounded aspect of the maiden as well. That's literally what we've been conditioned into. Uh, Also known as being a pick me at times, (laughs) also known as, you know, craving male validation and you know, constantly putting, you know, giving men the benefit of the doubt, all that stuff that women hate now. Women hate that because it reminds them of the patriarchy. It reminds them of all of their pain. It reminds them of the aspect of themselves that are unprotected. It reminds them of all of this shit. When we see it, we hate it, right? And there needs to be an empathy with even I made a video on TikTok the other day. I made a video on having empathy for pick-me women and not shaming pick-me women, but allowing ourselves to discuss and and call things out in a loving way that offers opportunities to rise, to change, right? To come back into your power because all a pick-me woman is, is a woman who has forgotten her power, which is literally what she's been conditioned into for thousands of years. So she's got a pretty good excuse. (laughs) She's got a pretty good reason why, even if she doesn't know it, right? Because obviously if you're in that position, you're going to think, no, this is, this is just who I am. This is just what is right. And you girls are all, you know, crazy or whatever pick me girls say. Um, But we have to understand that if we're going to not hate her. And so to integrate all of this, to integrate all of this will also mean that you're no longer triggered by it, right? So I understand all aspects of the maiden. I understand I can I can completely understand and hold space for a woman who is in her wounded maiden archetype. I'm not going to judge her. I'm not mad at her. I've been in that too. And I'm not angry at her. And I I've now can express the healthy maiden in my own um, safe relationships, even friendships, right? I can express the the healthy maiden when she comes out. The healthy maiden comes out when she genuinely feels safe, right? When I'm with my girlfriends, right? And I feel safe to just be giggly and sweet and we're just all giggling and, you know, rolling around on a picnic tape or a picnic, um, what is it called? Blanket. We're just all in our maiden we're just all and we're just bubbly and laughing and we're all just, you know, giving each other just this playful, innocent energy that we all have within us. But it requires us to create safety in our life first if we want to actually be in the healthy aspect of the maiden. So once you can understand why women are in the unhealthy expression of the maiden once you can understand why our society conditions us into the unhealthy expression of the maiden, once you can accept the part of you that is the maiden that wants to come out, once you can accept the part of you that is the unhealthy maiden that has come out before and probably wants to it still, once you can do all of that, then you can actually healthily integrate all of this and you can, you know, be a whole woman, a secure woman, right? Prior to this, we're constantly just getting triggered. We're constantly just falling on our face because the maiden is very complicated right now in our society. It really shouldn't be. If we were in a non-patriarchal society, it would just be that all women were safe and so, you know, women, when they're children, they're going to act from the maiden. That's just normal. But they're also going to act from all their other core archetypes, such as, you know, the um, the mother or the queen or, you know, these other archetypes that the feminine has so maybe she'll act in the maiden maybe she'll act in the huntress maybe she'll act in the mystic maybe she'll act in the maiden regardless of what she does she's safe to express all aspects of her femininity therefore she's not going to be dominant in the wounded aspect of the maiden it's just not what's going to happen because you can't actually be feminine in that in that arena and so in a healthy society in a non-patriarchal society women are safe to express all aspects of themselves which also means that they're safe to express their softness and the part of them that wants to surrender and that wants to you know be super loving and doe-eyed towards a safe person right towards a safe individual. And with that, you have discernment. So if that ever becomes not safe, you are an individual who is empowered and who trusts herself. And so, you know, only the wounded aspect of the maiden doesn't trust herself. So we're not in that. And so when you say, let's say, you know, you're really feeling safe and then it stops feeling safe, you immediately move out of that archetype and move into a, you know, even into your masculine uh, side and you set boundaries and you remove yourself from the situation or whatnot. You trust yourself, right? So part of being in the healthy maiden is trusting yourself because if you trust yourself, you can only uh, be in the maiden when it is safe. And if it's not safe, you'll take yourself out of the maiden, which is essentially uh, protecting yourself. And so it's only when we're conditioned into these wounded aspects of ourselves, wounded aspects of the maiden, that all of this kind of drama unfolds because we don't understand how to move or work with these wounded aspects of ourselves. And we're also being told that the wounded aspects of ourselves are the most ideal aspects of ourselves and that we should abandon all other aspects so that we can just be in this wounded aspect. While at the same time, when we're in the wounded aspect, we are mistreated and harmed. And then we're told that the harm is our fault. And we're told that we should have not been in that aspect. And we should have known better. And we should—and it's like, wait, but you wanted this. But now you wanted me to be in this. But now I'm being yelled at because, you know, and now I'm being blamed and told I should have not been in that aspect. And and that's that dynamic with uh, patriarchal or abusive men where in our society, they crave Uh, women to be in this wounded aspect of the maiden. But then when she's actually in it and she gets hurt and she gets harmed, which is inevitable, they're like, you should have known better because they don't want to deal with the accountability because they are wounded men in the patriarchy. They don't want to deal with the accountability that is required to actually change and do better. So instead, they can just continue on in their cycle, exploiting and then blaming, exploiting and then blaming. And that is the cycle of the maiden in our society currently. And that is why our society hates, craves, and conditions us into the maiden. And with that, I shall leave you. And I hope this was, I hope this was an informative episode. And, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot. And I've been watching the Twilight series, which is very much um, the wounded maiden. So it's very much the expression of the wounded maiden and so I've been thinking about it you know and it's kind of a comfort movie for me because I loved it as a child and read all the books um, even though it's totally a wounded expression of femininity and absolutely not femininity at all but there are some aspects of her that is just solely the maiden right and even even apart from that there's some aspects of her that you know even if she's not in the healthy maiden at all and she's mostly in the wounded aspect of the maiden which is true that aspect is very much alive and well in our world. And I noticed that when people watch it, when they watch Twilight, including myself years ago when I when I saw it as an adult, there's this trigger that comes up like, what the fuck? I hate this Like I hate I hate her. I hate seeing her in that, right? Like men, women, when they see that as adults, right? they're like they're repulsed almost, right. And I noticed that the reason for that is because women are very uncomfortable uh, seeing, seeing that because it's the part of them that's been conditioned to act like that for and the part of them that has acted like that. I was literally Bella Swan for so long. I also was I had my core archetypes as well. But in in. The way that I acted uh, in relation to boys when I was a kid, that I was, you could just take Bella Swan and write Victoria on it and that would pretty much give you the full picture, um, you know. And when I was a kid, like when I was younger, and that's what women are conditioned into. And when we see that and we're hating it, we don't have to glorify it, but when we see it and we are hating it, There's a part of us that hates ourselves in that aspect and when you can see it and just understand it and say, oh, I understand why Bella's acting like that. I mean, obviously she's been conditioned in the patriarchy to act like this and I'm not mad at her, right? Like I'm not mad at her. That is a real good indicator that you're also not mad at yourself, right? And so much of doing this healing work is forgiving yourself and making sure that you have not held any shame and integrating all aspects of your experiences as a woman now if you have caused harm that's kind of a different energetic but if you have been on the receiving end of harm which is usually what the wounded maiden is and usually what women are experiencing in our society is that we are just experiencing a lot of harm right and as a result when we kind of come out of that, when we learn how to protect ourselves, whether that be in a healthy way or an unhealthy way, women are very angered when they see other women, let's say Bella one in the wounded expression of the maiden. And when you can actually integrate that aspect of yourself and you're no longer angry at that aspect of yourself, you're no longer angry seeing it outside of you either. And that's how I can... Um, serve women. That's a huge part of how I can serve women is because I'm not angry at them. I'm not judging them because I'm not angry at myself. I've integrated all of those aspects of myself. So I no longer am triggered by them in other women. Right. Like the part of me that was Bella Swan. Right. And um, I I'm not mad at it. I love that aspect of me and I'm not angry at her. And I, she knows that she's safe with me. She knows that, you know, that aspect of me knows that I have her back, that I love her, that I'm not judging her, that I'm with her, right? And so as a result, when I see it outside of me, I'm like, oh, I understand that. When I see a young girl, you know, coming to me asking for advice and I'm not like, oh my God, you should have known better and you should have done this. Why would I say that? I don't believe that, you know? And it's because I have integrated and understood that aspect of myself and so all of this allows us to understand this aspect of ourself Um, because right now it's very confusing right because we hate our maiden we want to be in the maiden right because it's natural to want to feel safe enough to just be soft and surrendering and you know doe-eyed around people right so we hate the maiden, we want to be in her, while at the same time we're we're still acting out from these wounded maiden ways, right? And so it's very confusing. And I understand why it's confusing and it's a very confusing thing that we're having to navigate right now, especially as we're coming out of it, right? Especially as we're coming out of it because now there's this wave of hatred towards what we were conditioned into. And so this is really the framework of how to forgive yourself and integrate that aspect of you and to love that aspect of you and to not shame that aspect of you and to fully reclaim all aspects of yourself, including the shadow aspect that you've been conditioned into and to also claim that you want to be in the maiden, right? While also sometimes women gear uh, too far into one end and it's just like this pendulum. On one side, we have women who overly want to be in the maiden because they haven't developed the other aspects of their feminine. For example, let's say the aspect of of the feminine that are really self-sourced and really self-validating and whatnot. So because they haven't developed their other aspects of their feminine, they too much crave to be in the maiden. And, And what that really is calling for is for them to integrate the other aspects of the feminine. While on the other hand, we have women who really have a huge aversion to the maiden in general, and they've overdeveloped these real protective mechanisms, and they hate the maiden. They don't want to be in it, and that's a result of not feeling safe within themselves and not trusting themselves truly, and as a result of that, they are angered, and they don't want to be in the maiden, and they're scared to be in the maiden because they don't trust themselves to only be in the maiden around people who deserve it. They're angry by the aspect of the maiden in general, right? So we don't want to be on either side of the pendulum. We want to be in the healthy middle, and That is, I'm going to just repeat it again because it's a cute little end to the episode. So that is why our society hates, craves, and conditions us into the maiden. So love you guys so much. Make sure that if you're on Apple Podcasts, you leave me a review because for some reason, I like don't have that many reviews on Apple Podcasts. I don't really know why. I feel like I should have like way more. So leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I really, really want to hit like 500 reviews. And yeah, so I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.